What is going on, guys? Christian from the Lay and Pray MMA podcast, as always, joined by Jeffrey and Trenton. What's going on, guys? What's uh, if you're listening to us on uh, Anchor or any of our other podcast platforms, it, whether it's Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Casts, or Radio Public, thank you for tuning in. Make sure to hit that uh, follow button or subscribe button and uh, check out our other episodes. This is going to be episode five of our uh, channel, which is crazy that we've already put out five episodes at this point. Um, and if you're listening to us or watching us on YouTube, thank you for tuning in. Please hit that subscribe button. Make sure to share away and hit that bell so you're notified when we put out new episodes. We are trying to put out you know, one or two episodes a week, depend just based on when we're available. Um, other than that, I mean, I'm back to work and Jeffrey, you're busy with the move and Trent, you're busy with kids and Jeffrey, yep. you're busy with kids. So, yeah. uh, yeah, busy well, lifestyle, super busy, but anyways, uh, today's episode, uh, we're basically going to be talking about this upcoming, uh, fight card fight night between, uh, surreal gone and Alexander Volkov. It's. Just like we had previously talked about uh, on the preliminary card, I don't really know anybody that's on this card on the preliminaries. So we're probably just gonna. Oh no, Yancy Medeiros is there. Did they He's... switch some of the main card and in, in the prelims around? I don't. I'm looking at prelims, and uh, the first card on the prelims is Yancy Medeiros versus Demir Hadzovic. So I think they. I think they changed it from last week. I thought uh, Danilo Marquez and Kennedy were on the main card last week. Uh, things might have – it just changes. Things might have yeah. dropped and, you know. Yeah, who knows. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. So you guys are going to be able to watch the, uh, the fights when they're mm-hmm. going on. Whether you do or not, I'm not entirely sure if you will. I won't be able to. Saturday, I actually am working a 16-hour shift. So – I'm not going to be able to watch the fights until later, probably before we put out our uh, recap episode. Um, so just getting started in uh, with the main card, because that's really what we're going to be making our picks on. Just to recap, uh, last week, Jeffrey and I were three and three on our picks. Trent was two and four. Oh, again. And then uh, Jeffrey and I are both 10 and six on our picks. Since UFC uh, 263 and Trenton's five and 11. So if you guys are picking with Trenton, you're picking wrong. Just saying. <laughs> if you're picking with I'm Jeffrey a, and I. I'm making that ground back up, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of hard to go. You went three and seven week one and there well, was only that was six. a bad week. So, I mean, I'm just saying. Um, kicking things off. Hinata Moicano versus uh, Jai Herbert. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on this fight? Um, I oh, don't and know. Here's, a, here's another thing. Hinata Moicano is going up to lightweight. He was yes. fighting at featherweight before. So maybe this change will help elevate his performance. That's Dude, he's, fought, he's fought some bad motherfuckers yeah. that you don't even realize. Like Jeremy Stevens, Brian Ortega. Uh, Calvin Cutter, Cub Swanson, like bro, those those, those dudes are. And Sung Jung, Jose Aldo. Yeah, 
Oh, dude. so this is not this is not his debut at lightweight. He is he's, he's, he's fought, fought some dudes. He's fought twice at lightweight so far. See, I didn't realize that he had gone up to lightweight already. I still think he's like unproven at lightweight, though. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's not his primary weight class or anything like that. So hopefully he's doing things right right now, and he, and he can make another uh, you know make a statement here for the lightweight division. Uh, I don't know very much about uh, Jai Herbert. He's the guy. So do you remember on fight Island when uh, Francisco Trinaldo uh, knocked him out and then Dan Hardy was like, the fight's over. And he was going to shit on Herb Dean. And he's like, that's second time tonight. That's That's the second time. What ruined Dan Hardy's career for the UFC. (laughs) That's what got him. That's what got him kicked out essentially. Other than apparently harassing uh, uh, one of the workers or something. Okay, so uh, if we're gonna go with picks already, I think I'm gonna go with uh, Moicano. I think I agree. I'm gonna give him a shot here at lightweight. Hopefully, it helps him and he improve. You know, he's hopefully it's a better weight class for him. Put it that way. Hey, and resumes aren't even really comparable. No, you know what I'm saying. Like, and Moicano has like you look at yeah. who he's fought just in the last three years. Going back to 2018, like you said, he fought Cub Swanson. He fought Calvin Cater. Beat them both, by the way. Uh, 2019, yeah. uh, he he fought twice and lost both times. Uh, he to beat Jose Stevens, Aldo I think. Chang Sung Jung. Uh, I think in 2017, he beat Jeremy Stevens. Yeah, dude, this guy's a fucking gangster, man. This- you look at who he's fought. If he was like in the featherweight division, these are the these are the elite in the top. You know, yeah. the only guy that he hasn't really fought is Max Holloway. Yeah, yeah and, I, and I had a, I even had, even like me, I had to look back and like watch this and be like, oh, okay, I know who this guy is. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, because if you just tell me the name, I'm like, I don't remember that guy. And then you look at his fights, you're like, holy fuck, dude, yeah. this guy's yeah. legit. I do remember, I do know who he is. He's good. Uh, if I'm, I am. He's had some going, tough losses. That's just the, you know. But yeah, you look at people. tough, tough yeah. fighters. Jose Aldo, when he was still at featherweight, mm-hmm. uh, T City, who was that was when he was undefeated before he. He's I'm pretty sure before he fought Max. Yeah. Uh, he also lost to uh, Cheng Sung Jung, but that's because Cheng Sung Jung was. I think that was a fight in Korea too. Okay. I th- or Singapore or something like that, somewhere in Asia. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go Hinata Meccano. Uh, I'm, I'm honestly thinking it's going to be a finish. So, okay. I would agree and, with that. I think. And who knows, maybe he'll be able to put together a good, a good string of, uh, wins in the lightweight division. Usually obviously guys that go up usually tend to perform better. You look at Dustin Poirier, he's, uh, living proof of a featherweight that went to lightweight and just was able to put some good wins together. So, uh, at welterweight, the second, wait, so are we all in agreement? Not to Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, next Tim means versus, uh, Nicholas Dalby. Who do you guys got in that one? It's at welterweight, both old this, guys. Holy shit. Yeah. This is another one where, I think last week when I was looking at the fight card, this was on the prelims, and now it's on the main card. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this one's a tough one for me because 
I mean, Tim Means did beat um, the hell's his name, Mike Perry. Mm-hmm. But Perry hasn't looked good in some time. No. So it's kind of hard How to judge. How fucking dare you, dude? <laughs> it's hard to judge a performance on that with, with you know, uh, an unprepared and uh, not a, f- a guy that's not taking the sport very seriously. Yeah. And, and Mike Perry. So it's hard to judge his performance against a guy like that right now. Um, but with that being said, he's been in tough fights and I think he has the guts and the grit to, uh, to, to win this fight. So you're going 10 means I'm going to go with 10 means. So if we're doing MMA math here, the, uh, the, 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 he means, lost to the guy that the guy Tim just means beat last. Beat, <laughs> Tim Means got submitted by Daniel Daniel Rodriguez, and Daniel yes. Rodriguez got beat by Nicholas Dalby. So right. I'm going Nicholas Dalby strictly Dang. because of MMA math. MMA math, baby, let's bring it. Yeah, it's, hey, it's <laughs> just hashtag, just the same hashtag MMA math. Okay. That's okay, that's so, what I'm going with. Uh, so and I'm also going against you guys on I'm this going one, with right. the younger guy by one year. Nicholas Dalby. And he's also when you look at fights, it, man. Tim Means has a lot of fights, but if you look at Nicholas Dalby, there's like a three-year break in action where I don't know if it was yeah. injuries or... So he just said that he kind of felt like he didn't want to fight anymore. Mm-hmm. And then now he said that he has his desire back. Like he rekindled his joy to fight or whatnot. And if that's true, like if coming to that realization can probably be a powerful thing, you know, to realize like, dude, I fucking take it everything for granted or whatever. Like this is what I do. Yeah. And like it's it's a it's a dream, you know. So like sometimes I think that can have a good effect. I think I, I think Dolby's got this. Like how do I, I? I think it's gonna be pretty decisive. I think it stops him. I still can I cannot believe that Tim Means beat Mike Perry, dude. Like <laughs> it wasn't a pretty fuck, fight, dude. Either. I know, but it still it's the it's the premise of things, dude. It's just like what man, come on. Yeah. This will be stopped in the second round. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next. Uh, oh, wait. So two for Dolby, one for Means. Correct. Everybody vote against Trenton because it's proven that Jeffrey <laughs> and I know what we're talking about. And Trenton is going off of a name that he knows. He's like, oh, I, did, yeah. I did go off a name on that one pretty much. But I do. I have watched him Means fights and he does have some grit and, you know, like. I, I'll give him props for that. Yeah. Um, next up, Andre Touchy Feely versus uh, Daniel Pineda. Daniel Pineda is coming off of a KO loss to Cub Swanson, so no slouch there. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Cubs, uh, you know, he's a staple in that featherweight division, has been has for years been since, since WEC. <laughs> yeah. Since WEC, he's been a staple in that division. Um before that, though, he was came off a great performance against Gilbert Burns' brother, Herbert Burns, where he got a TKO win against him. Um, yeah, so what are, what are your guys' thoughts on this one? Who, who are you guys going with? Go ahead, Jen. Uh I'm going to go with Andre Touchy Feely. Okay. He's uh, not really the local boy you know but he's close to home over here i gotta support that and uh he is hit or miss Uh but when he when he's on he looks really good when he's on you know and uh i'm hoping that he comes back to form here 
He hasn't fought since Halloween of last year. He lost to Bryce Mitchell. So Which, who's a tough who's, guy who's, who's, making a contender run for himself, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, he's also lost to Sadiq Youssef uh, recently, just within the last calendar year. Um mm-hmm. Which is he's no slouch in the in the featherweight division either. He's going to so, have the sizable reach and height advantage, I believe, as well. I, I just I think he's an all around better fighter than Daniel Pineda, so I'm going with uh, Andre Feely as well. Oh come on, guys! <laughs> I hate that we have to do this, but so am I. Uh, <laughs> if we're all wrong, I'll feel good though. If we yeah, if he just, loses, if you guys are all just, wrong, you'll just blame me. I think I yeah, think he went fucking like, a right, dog. <laughs> I think he's like three and three in his last six fights. And Trent, you're right, dude. When if if he could just find some form of like and put it together, you know, a little bit for consecutive, yeah, yeah, for consecutive fights, you would hear his name a lot more because he's a he's a fucking banger, dude. Mm-hmm. He'll fucking throw some bombs. He's but, always entertaining. His fights are yeah, Andre, shit. That dude I, comes the, to fight. You know the thing that drives me nuts the most about him though is his fucking gauges, dude, and his tape ears. God, I have I have gauges as well, but his are huge. His dude. are his are just hang, they yeah, hang and they need to get taped. Big, but and it's so frustrating to watch because it's so fun to watch him fight, and then they do uh, corner cam for in between <laughs> rounds. I'm like, God damn your ears! You just got loose bubble yeah. ears on. Him. <laughs> But no, he's also been in some fights where some decisions he I feel like he has gotten screwed out of some decisions. Yeah. Um, but also that's another reason why you don't let it go to decision. Like I think the Sadiq Yusuf fight I is one of those fights where I feel like he uh did enough to win. I, I'll have to go back and uh rewatch the fight, but I'm pretty sure he won that fight, but it was a split decision loss. Dude, in five episodes, I've learned something about Chris. He he disagrees with judges a lot. Like I do. There's been yeah. There's been like five instances that we start talking about something. He's like, I had my head on that fight card. I think you won. Yeah. I'm like, damn, dude. Or like, rounds that were won that that. But how how many times have I been wrong? How many times well, have I, mean, I been wrong? Subje- it's subjective. No, you're yeah. absolutely right. It is subjective. Me yeah. personally, though, if I were a judge, I would never get a fight wrong. Nope. No way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm yeah. perfect, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, dude. I'm, I'm uh, sure they don't think they got him wrong either. <laughs> They're yeah. like, oh, yeah, that clearly won. What are you talking about? He was damn near KO'd. <laughs> like, what the <laughs> fuck? But, uh, uh, no, there's, but there, I, I can't remember if it, if it was the City Yusuf fight or the Andre in, yeah. For some reason, I want to say it was the City Yusuf fight that he did go to a split decision and I felt like he did win the fight, but it was just very close. Was that Bryce Mitchell fight a decision as well? Or was that, a- that was a decision. It was a decision. Yeah. Okay. And, and that's but a- I think, but I'm pretty sure Bryce Mitchell just did. He controlled that fight. Yeah. So that no, one, I'm just saying that that's still a good, like, like barometer of where he's at basically still, you know, he still, he survived. He didn't get finished by Bryce Mitchell. Yeah. And a twister or so, some other yeah. submissions. So most so likely it's, it's not like he can't hang with those guys. You know what I mean? His, his talent yeah. is still there. He's just got to get a little consistency with his game. Yeah. And like, like I said, when he's on, he looks really damn good. You know, like yeah. he put on some performances against some dudes that, 
like it looked like he was going to be like an, a future champ or something. And then, you know, and then a couple setbacks come in and it just doesn't work out that way. For sure. Yeah. So we're all going Andre touchy feely here. Plus that nickname is pretty cool. There's. So I'm just going to, we'll go into the next fight. Uh, Keone, uh, Barcelos versus Tamer Valiev or Valiev. Uh, oh God, I don't even know who, like, I'll go first if you want. Yeah, please do. Because I'm looking. I looked at so far who they fought, and Hayoni's only fought one other time in the UFC. It was a win, and it was a decision. Meanwhile, and he's 34. Tamer's uh, 31, and I think he has three fights, or this is going to be his third fight. So, God, yeah, I don't know. Go ahead, man. Uh, I'm going to take Valiev. I think he... He's a uh, he's pretty well rounded, dude. Uh, he's like in the Dagestan fight team and shit, you know. And those guys are savage with their ground game. Yeah. So if it if it go, if it goes to the ground, he's good. And he's a uh, he trains with Gracie, so it's not like he's not he's not versed in the ground game on his back neither, which I really fucking like. Mm-hmm. And he's willing to and he's willing to exchange. So I feel like he's better suited for anywhere. Like this fight goes, I don't feel like I don't feel like. Uh, homie can fucking exploit any really area of his game, you know? Yeah. So I, I, I think he takes it. Okay. Okay. What are your thoughts? Um, do you guys know if um, Valiev is on the same team as uh, the Nurmagomedov that, that he beat two fights ago? That uh, Barcelos fought two fights ago? I have not on the both. same fight team. Okay, I was gonna say this might be like a nice little payback, payback fight. like motivated fight for Valiev because he, you know, he possibly beat his teammate Nurmagomedov. I think that's is that Khabib's cousin or something? Uh, I thought just because they have the last name Nurmagomedov, I don't know. I, I know. That I, I want to say I want to say sure, I thought it was. But. If it's Khabib's cousin, he probably wouldn't have beat him. Khabib's whole family is probably they're all just absolute <laughs> beasts. They're yeah, all undefeated. True. They all That's smash. True. There's probably no they, no relation they, whatsoever. They all they all smash. The last name. So, I, oh, this isn't his. This isn't his first fight in the UFC. Never no, mind. He, it looks like he has three that I can see. Yeah, but yeah. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, I, I was just going back and looking, trying to see like a good storyline for this for this fight because they they both have pretty decent records. I think uh, Barcelos only has one loss, and and yeah. Aliyev only has two. Um. <sighs> This is going to be, this is a tough one for me because they have, I think Barcelos has the more knockout power. I think I'm going to go with him on this one. I'm going Barcelos too. Okay. I'm agreeing with Trent. Fuck me. <laughs> what, what the fuck is going on here? Um, yeah, just the, just looking at his record, um, there was just nothing listed on Google. I had to actually get on SureDog and find his record and, uh, Actually, see, he has a good balance between uh, knockout submissions and decisions. I mean, so for me, I'm going to go with him, even though he's the older fighter um, by three years. Uh, you know, they're basically identi- identical in their, like, besides their age and a one-inch, adva- you know, difference in height. They both have the same reach. They both usually weigh in. You know, 135, 136 are both Bantamweights. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Barcelos as well. 
Yeah, also, it looks like Barcelos hasn't lost a fight in like four years. It's been a long time. So, I mean, that's that says something too. You know? I think the biggest thing is you look at who he's fought, he hasn't fought, you know, you know, guys in the top 10 or top yeah. even top 15, really. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, if he's the third fight, you know, before the main event, you know, the UFC doesn't just put anybody up in those spots. Yeah. No, so, it's usually somebody excited, you know, they're excited. Or, or, or guys or, that they want to help build up. Yeah, propel into the top. For this team. guy, he's 34 years old. His, you know, his, his prime is coming to an end. Yeah. So I feel like this is the fight of the night right here. His last could, fight was could, the fight of the night. His yeah, last I think fight this is was the, the fight. I think, I think this is the fight. No, I'm saying. I think for this one will be fight of the night. You know, I think I think I think Andre Feely versus Daniel Pineda is going to be fight of the night. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say like it's either this fight or the Andre Feely oh, fight. Probably. Fuck, fuck you with agreeing with me, Trenton. I can't believe Sorry, it. Man. I'm agreeing with you, and you're agreeing with me. I don't. Dude, <laughs> this smells good. Jeffrey's me, Jeffrey's about to change. blow. <laughs> Jeffrey is about to blow me out of the water with fight picks this this go round. Uh-oh. All right, so. Next up in the co-main, we've got uh, Tanner Bozer versus Ovin St. Preux. Uh, I was going to go with uh, Tanner Bozer until I looked and I forgot. He lost Andre Arlovsky recently. <laughs> and that That fight good. was boring, too. I know. That is not good. No. And that, it's not like, oh, yeah, I had a bad night. Bro, you lost to Andre Arlovsky. At the very tail end of his damn career. Yeah, man. Like, and he lost to Lear Latifi, who's a 205-pounder, who looks like he's ingested so much goddamn creatine and he's bloated. He is massive. Lear Latifi is huge at heavyweight. That dude is a big boy. Yeah. Like, he was big at 205. Yeah. He's even bigger at you know, but, heavyweight. But, you know, he lost to him, and this is another 205-er moving up the heavyweight again, and yeah. it's – could be the same story. I will say this though: I if he loses, it's going to be by decision because I you look at he fought Cyril Gone, lost. He fought Alirla or lost by decision. He fought Alirla TV, lost by decision. Lost to Andre by decision. Uh, Saint Prue does have does have some pop in his left hand. Yeah, and yeah, his head but it's kick not. is and his head kick. But it you know there's a difference between a guy who's depleted yeah. himself to get to 205. Compared yeah, to a Saint guy Prue who shit. doesn't have to cut, yeah, the that Von Flu or the Saint Pru, yeah, the Saint Pru Von Flu, yeah. Um, I don't think he, I, I don't think he's gonna get a submission on him either. I don't think it's gonna be a finish. I think it's gonna be a decision, and I hope to God it's better than his fight with Arlovsky, because you're putting a co-main event spot on a fight night, so. Yeah, this fight for me is a tough pick. Mostly because uh, it's Saint Cruz hit or miss too. Yeah, That's he's hit I, or miss. It's I've already seen him at heavyweight against uh, against Ben Rothwell. Ben Rothwell, yeah, and I'm a huge fan of Ben Rothwell. So in that fight, I was worried for Ben, and he, I mean, he looked good. You know, he yeah. did his thing, and it's just I don't know. It's Ovin St. Pru is another one of those guys that are inconsistent as shit, dude. When he looks yep. good, he looks good. And he'll start a dude or finish him. You know, he, he rarely goes out there and, like, tries to go – like, he d- barely goes out there and wins the decision. If it goes to decision, he probably loses that fight. Yeah. You know, he usually finishes somebody or he gets beat. 
and that's just a hard pick. But Bozer is inconsistent as well. You get a bad fight with Andre Arlovsky. You lose to Latifi. Like, yeah. You're, I mean, I don't know, man. If you, I like the, I like well, his fighting style for the most part. He moves well. He doesn't really sit back as a heavyweight and trade punches. You know, he tries to be like lateral movement and stuff like that. He moves well for a heavyweight. I just don't think he's. I don't, I I want to go with. I think I'm going to go with Saint Pru on this one. Yeah. I think I think this is do or die for Bozer. I think he has to win this one. But I think that's too much pressure, and I think he loses to Ovin Saint Pru. Saint Pru's been a staple in the UFC for a while as well. Just not in this weight class, but yeah, I think I think that in this where they're at in their careers, uh, Bozer has to be Saint Prue, mm-hmm. you know, like and Saint Prue, man. Look, I'm gonna go with Saint Prue because he has fought John Jones, and you know what I mean. Like, yeah. let's get let's get let's not. He's fought the, tough where, guys where, in the yeah, where he was fucking, at. Yeah, yeah where Corey he was Anderson, at. Uh, Jamal and Hill. Now he's, and now he's got a Bozer. I, I just, I, I know that St. Prue is very hit or miss, but he's he'll find a way to finish this, I think. I think, and I think he'll, I do think he'll finish it. So I just, I literally was on the St. Prue train until I just looked and saw that <laughs> he's, he's been training with Francis Ngannou, and he said he has no intention of staying at heavyweight after this fight because he's been training at extreme couture with Francis Ngannou. Uh, I honest, that's a big enough reasoning for me to be like, okay, well then it sounds like you're already checked out of, you know, this it's doesn't even sound like you want to, I mean, obviously he doesn't want to fight Francis and I don't blame him who the fuck does. Yeah, besides Derek Lewis, but yeah, I just think that the what else is he gonna say? You know, that's his new teammate or whatever. Like he has to say that. I think it's because he doesn't want to fight Francis Francis Ngannou. (laughs) No, but that's what I'm saying. Even to keep like nobody wants to. Remember when they asked DC? They're like, "Hey, you ever think about coming back and fighting?" He's like, "Yeah, fuck you, man. I ain't fighting that dude." (laughs) Yeah. Have you seen that bitch? He's fucking. I'm never fighting that guy. Yeah. You know. So, but like. I wouldn't stay there either, man. I don't think. If I don't he's think just, he belongs there. At this at this point, look, I think that OSP knows that these these are cash. This is this is, you know at the end of his career, pack, uh, cash pad. You know, just put it in the bank, rainy day funds. And uh, if that's the case, if he wants to do that, best way to do that is with fucking a good fight, boys against against nobody. So. Uh can't believe I'm doing this. I talked all this shit about Tanner Bowser and I'm picking Tanner Bowser. <laughs> Dude, like, ah, uh, well, well, I just, I'm, I'm going Tanner Bowser. He can't agree with me. That's, that's where that, it's at. So. It's, it's not just that. We've agreed on some things. It's the Trenton effect, it's, dude. Yeah. It's the fact that I can't agree with you more than twice in the same episode and I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> this would be number three and that already, you know, so I'm now. Is I this just, the only one that you guys differed on? No. No, uh, not yet. Uh, what was the other one that we differed on? I don't remember. I got uh, Tim Means. You got Dalby. Okay, yeah. There is another. Is there another one? Uh, I had Touchy no, Feely. We all have him. Yeah, we all had Moicano. We all had Touchy. We all had 
I've got Valiev. You guys have got Barcelona. Yeah, okay. And I have Barcelona. So okay. Yeah. So this just is the second two. one. Yeah. All right. Uh, so you guys have Oven St. Peru, and I've got Tanner Bozer. Correct. Even after all the shit that I just said about Tanner Bozer losing Andre Arlovsky and how I can, so I sound like a total fucking hypocrite. But at the same time, Tanner Bozer, don't you fuck me. <laughs> got it? My fight picks depend on it. Right now I'm neck and neck with Jeffrey, and this is a big change in pace. I could really pull ahead here by two or three fights, and I need it. So don't you fuck me. All if right. I knew this All was right. a competition at the beginning, I would have Motherfucker, you're the one. More you wanted it. You wanted Trenton. Yeah, after, later, later I wanted it. I didn't Trenton, want him to keep the old stats. He, he, was, he, was like, he was like, oh, well, let's make this interesting. I'm like, all right, let's do it then. And Jeffrey, I was like, I don't care who Jeffrey picks. As long as I stay ahead of Trenton, I don't care. Well, it's not like it's going to be hard at this point. You guys bet. It's only a five-fight really lead, dude. It's only a five-fight lead. There, really hard on anything could happen so this is what i'll say on the on ufc 264 poirier and mcgregor anything could happen because there's so many fights that are up in the air on that card that it's like i don't know yeah so sure. you could it could be one fight card and you could be right back in because on that one we could go to the preliminary card and we can make picks because we'll actually know those these fighters because yeah. carlos condit max griffin nico price yeah. michael pihera well, we'll talk about Sean Brady and Kevin Lee in a bit. And Trevin Giles. He there that's the preliminary card. We can make yeah. picks on those ones. Definitely. Um yeah. Uh so I guess the main event. Well, you've got Cyril Gon versus Alexander Volkov. Cyril Gon's coming off of a extremely boring fight against Jarzinho Rosenstrike. Um and then before that, he got a TKO of Junior Dos Santos before Junior Dos Santos went, you know, out uh, and left, got fired or released. And then Alexander Volkov's coming off of a win against Alistair Overeem before he got cut and released. Um, But for me, I just think Alexander Volkov is, even if he's not the better striker, uh, because I think Cyril Gon's a, he's a kickboxer, right? I think so, yeah. Kickboxer out of like France or something. Um, Alexander Volkov's just been in there more frequent with more top of the line fighters. Like you look at him against Derek Lewis, he was winning that whole fight up until the last minute, 45 seconds. Here's, here's my thing with this guy, right? It's like there's a lot of Volkov dick riding going on. Right. And I'm not, and he's a, he's a bad dude. So I'm not saying that it's not deserved, but look at, listen to these fucking fights. These, listen to these Timothy Johnson, Roy Nelson, Stefan Struve, Verdun, Derek Lewis, which he lost, Greg Hardy, Curtis Blades, Walt Harris, and Alistair Overeem. The two people that he, I mean, he beat Hardy and, but he lost the Blades, lost to Lewis. I'm just like, yeah, there's some names on there. But be Fabrizio Verdum. Yeah. And just so you know, like, Timothy Johnson's the, fighting for the interim Bellator heavyweight title. I'm just I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you know, like some of those fights that you would want him to win, he lost. That's exactly. basically what's going on. Like if yeah, you exactly. expect expect the hype on him or whatever, not the hype, but like everybody being like, Hey, he's this talented. Some of those fights you would be like, Well, he should have won those then if that's where we're going with this. But yeah. So uh <laughs> 
when going to pick, I'm going to say Volkov because if he doesn't beat this fucking dude, people are going to stop. He struggled against his – you look at his biggest loss. He lost to Derek Lewis because he was – instead of playing it safe, he was still doing the same shit he was doing, and he got caught. His fight against Curtis Blades, it's a wrestler. A wrestler who's – like Curtis Blades has some really dominant wins, but he also just has some losses that you're like, how? Oh, he froze. Frozen. Uh oh. No. Froze. So anyway, the old. Am I still frozen? No, no you're back good now. now. You're good. Oh, sorry. You're all good. Sorry. Just a little um, hiccup. Yeah. I just got an update that said your internet connection is unstable. Like what? <laughs> um. So, you look at you look at some of his losses and. Obviously, it's like, you know, I, like I understand losing to Derek Lewis, lo- losing to Curtis Blades, but look at where they're at. Curtis Blades is like number three. Derek yeah. Lewis is number one contender. Yeah. Number three or number four, at least, for Curtis Blades. So, and Volkov has got to be what, number five or number six? I think he's five. Yeah. Where Cyril Gon's probably. Volkov seven. is five and Gon is three. The, Wait. the reason, and I'm not, what's that? He's third? Yeah, he's number three, and Volkov is number five. How? He had a boring-ass fight with Jorginho Rosenstrike. Who was probably How? number three at the time. Yeah, but that's, that is another thing that the UFC rankings doesn't Ranking make system. sense. Wait, what's, like, what are these two ranked? Three, three and, and five. five. Gone is the higher rank. Yeah. Because he beat him in a he beat Jorginho Rosenstrike, who okay, all right. Well, I mean, that's neither here nor there, and that's not what we're talking about right now. The ranking system isn't what we're talking about, but it doesn't change the fact that I feel like Volkov should still win this fight. Yeah, that and that's what I was saying. Like, like after all shitting on Volkov for all that time, I'm gonna pick him because he should win this fucking fight. If he doesn't, then that validates what people what obviously we're not the i'm not the only one thinking this way or else the ufc would give him i know that he's third but fuck you know what i mean i'll be honest if i were no go ahead jeffrey finish i was just gonna say if i was volkov i wouldn't even accept this fight because it's fucking dangerous if i beat this dude you should i should have beat him and if i lose to him it's like well fuck man you know well if you beat him you go up the ladder because he's ranked third that's probably yeah. the only reason why he was right. like, fuck it. Yeah. But at the same time, I'll be honest, if I'm in the heavyweight division, I am not interested in fighting anybody named Francis Ngannou, who is the champion. There's the only person that I'm hoping I'm hoping John Jones beats Francis Ngannou. That's if I'm in the heavyweight division and John Jones realizes like, oh shit, this is like murderer's row. For, like my career is going to get cut so short because everybody hits hard here. I yeah. I just don't think we- I would not love nothing more than that, but I don't think that would ever happen. I think John Jones would maybe not, maybe, maybe. I hope Francis and Ganu start. I hope Francis and everybody else, dude, because it's Francis and Ganu and everybody else right now. Yeah. Yeah. I think John Jones beats everybody else. Me too. Francis and Ganu, maybe. That's exactly what I'm saying. John Jones runs through everybody. Yeah. I don't know. Except I don't think he'd run through Stipe. I think Stipe, I don't think Stipe would win, but I don't think he'd run through Stipe. I think, I think he, he would have a hard I, fight. I'll even say this. I think John Jones smashes Ngannou. I'd say John Jones smashes Derek Lewis and would probably submit him in the first minute because DC submitted 
Derek Lewis in like a round or, you know, second round, but towards the beginning of the second round. You want to do some more MMA math here. Uh, I think John Jones would, would actually beat Stipe and make it look a lot easier than people think. DC, DC starts him once. You know, DC what I mean? like, starts him because he literally hit him up perfectly. On the button. When I say when John I say, Jones, I think John though. Jones will beat everybody. I mean, I I don't. I think he can go on the same run. Yeah, that he did in light heavyweight. I don't. Dude, he is so fucking athletic. No, I know. He, yeah, he's the, he is. My, how big he is. He is my go. Powerlifting and shit, dude. Yeah, he was. Dude, he's so he's big. big as shit now. Yeah, that's what I'm huge. saying. He's so big. Yeah. He's doing that again, yeah. boy. I don't fucking. I wouldn't bet against him. I, I think he beats fucking everybody in that division. Anyways, sorry, we sorry, we big, we, big went, we went on a huge like we were. This is how it goes for us sometimes. So, <laughs> who are you picking? Are you picking Gone or are you picking Volkov, Trenton? Um, I'm just I'm I'm confused about this one as well. I mean, I did not like that performance against Greg Hardy either. No, that was not a good performance by Volkov. Um, but he's but he's had a performance since then that's been I, good. I understand that, but I still did not like that performance, and that's not what you want to see from a number five ranked dude. And I I'm not super impressed by by Gone either yet. He he did have that knockout with Junior Dos Santos. Everybody's knocking Junior Dos Santos out. Exactly, but like, I just I'm not sold on him yet. And everybody's got hype on him right now because he's undefeated, and and he's he's a big he's a big dude, you know what I mean. But that doesn't always he does seem to have the cardio to go for a while too, being that big. But he doesn't have the KO power that like Engano or or Derek Lewis have either, or even Rosenstruck or anything like that. Like he's a good fighter, but I just I don't know that I'm entirely sold on him yet. I think. Volkov should win this fight. I think I'm going to go with Gon after saying everything, just because I haven't liked uh, I haven't liked Volkov's last performances. I like. I thought he looked fantastic against Alistair Overeem. <laughs> like he did. He did. Uh, Alistair Overeem. Yeah. Like obviously, Alistair Overeem isn't much dude's better than JDS. Dude's been flatlined probably more than anybody else in UFC history. That's because he can't eat his horse meat. <laughs> I'm just, I think that you could blow on Alistair Overeem's chin right now, and he might go to sleep. I'm not exactly sure. I hope not because he's back in glory. He's in well, kickboxing he's probably again, so out I don't of his mind again. Yeah, yeah, but he's already he's already halfway to Overeem already. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm hoping. Maybe a little bit of testosterone, a little bit of uh, steroids, but or how do you horse okay. meat or whatever can repair your chin too? Uh, uh, who knows? In the grand scheme of things, like okay, so you look at Cyril Gone. I his last performance against uh, Jarzinho Rosenstrike. Mm-hmm. I wasn't impressed with that performance at all, and that was his last fight. Meanwhile, you look at the last two fights that Volkov had. He TKO'd Walt Harris, which obviously Walt Harris has had a lot of stuff going on with losing his daughter. And I just think he's not the same fighter anymore since that happened. It's just not the same. It's a shame. Yeah. Big time. And then his performance against Alistair Overeem, 
was a second round TKO and it probably could have gotten stopped in the first round. And in you, when you look at it, Alistair landed 10 strikes that whole fight in seven minutes and Alexander Volkov put him away with 54 total strikes. I just think Rosenstruck is a, he's a dangerous fighter right now and he's, and he made him, you know, he, he nullified everything that he had and won that it's fight. Kinda like, it was kind of like watching fight, Derek Lewis versus uh, Francis. Francisco or Francis. Yeah, yeah. It, was very, Francisco it was very boring. They both looked pretty gun shy. And, but I mean, if that's, I think that Volkov is going to have that in the back of his mind that this guy might be able to KO him and put him out. And he's, they're going to fight like a similar style again. I think it's going to be a boring uh slow paced careful fight for both fighters i think i think volkov is going to come out and i think he's going to put it on him i hope so I'm like not i mean he's I he's a much taller lose. fighter but yeah. but the reach is uh volkov actually has a lower reach than gone does yeah. but i still there's no reason why frank uh there's no reason why volkov should not win this fight based on his last two performances he's he can show or he has shown that he can be a top contender in this division. Mm-hmm. He just has had a couple setbacks by not taking Derek Lewis serious throughout the entire fight. He was winning that whole fight. If you yeah. were to look at it, like you don't look at the results and you were to look at all the fight statistics in total, you'd have been like, oh yeah, he won by unanimous decision. Mm-hmm. But he just got caught in the last 30 seconds. And that can happen to anybody when you're fighting Derek, especially in the heavyweights. Especially yeah. in if you could, that could happen in any heavyweight. But, yeah. Um. So you've got gone. Jeffrey and I have Volkov. Like I, I said, Volkov should win this fight. I believe. I just I think Gon's gonna fight the safe fight, and if he does rock Volkov or put him in danger in any way, he's got a hundred percent takedown defense, dude. Like he's not gonna be able to survive that. I don't think. You know, Volkov I mean, won't be able to survive. Like, he won't be able to take him down to to regain uh, composure or anything like that. Like, if he gets caught, he gets caught, and that's going to be it for him. He, he has, he's got a 100% takedown rate, you know, like or takedown defense. So, uh, I hope that play, comes into play. Yeah, there's – I mean, there. that's the one thing about heavyweight is there's just so much uh, uncertainty in the division. Like, you just never know what's going to happen. I think Gon's still young in the game and getting better as well. Like he has, Man, hasn't been in the UFC for very long, you know. I just, I just probably have an unpopular opinion about the heavyweight division. That it's just, even though some of my favorite fighters are there, it's just not that competitive. No, you know, like there's there, there even even with Derek Lewis, he's a fan favorite because of everything that he says. He's a funny guy. Like I love Derek Lewis, and oh, he yeah. has knockout power. But look at him, like. If he gets he's not taken well down, rounded. no, if he gets taken down, he's got no ground game. Yeah. Like he got submitted by DC. And this cardio is getting better, but it's pretty fucking yeah. atrocious as well. So, I mean, if he fights a wrestler, that, you know, look at, look at what happened against, I mean, he was losing to Curtis Blades before Curtis Blades just did a half ass shot and got caught. That uppercut was nasty. Yeah, that was, I mean, that, was <laughs> that was Herb Dean's fault. But yeah, I agree that that division is not very competitive. 
it's just, I think when you're that big, it's hard to find good training partners and shit like that. That also plays into it. You know what I mean? Like there's that's other why I say just John shit, Jones like, would run through it. Yeah. I know we're, I don't want to get back on this, that's, yeah. but that's what I was saying. Like he could just do it just because he's so fucking athletic. man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I hate to agree with you on that point because I think you guys know how I feel about John Jones, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's true. I mean, skill, I can't. I mean, skill he's still, wise, he's still my leaps and bounds he, above all those guys. He's my he's my goat. He's yeah. my goat in terms of MMA. So I mean, he's undefeated, dude. I, fuck that Matt Hamill loss. Yeah, yeah, but the alleged twelve six elbows that never happened. Yeah. Um. All right. So Trenton, uh, you're the one that's putting together tonight's uh, order of business in terms of where we go from here. So what do you uh, want to talk about next? I don't really have a whole bunch of topics. There was, there's one topic about like a, a couple other fighters joining in on the, um, a lawsuit for the UFC, uh, basically because they have like a monopoly on it mm-hmm. on, uh, they, they had like some kind of something in their contract, like a non-competing clause clause or something like that. So they're like, they held off on a lot of these fighters, like CB Dalloway just joined, and another guy, I forget his name, um, they just basically joined in on the lawsuit saying that, like, the UFC basically screwed them over and they joined a long li- laundry list of other fighters that have been doing this for years now. And um, that's basically the next subject. I don't really know what to, like, talk about it, really. It's just something to bring up for the podcast. Well, well I, I mean, if, I mean, just my two cents on it, we look at it as like, obviously there was a lot of guys like Nate Corey, TJ Dillashaw and a slew of other guys that were part of wanting to start a union, like wanting to unionize the sport of MMA, which I think it absolutely, you look at how dangerous that job is. There's no reason why they shouldn't have a retirement. There's no reason why they shouldn't be more protected as fighters yeah, in terms like of John Fitch, Nate Corey. Yeah. In terms of, monopolizing or uh like what the ufc did like absolutely there's no doubt ufc put mma on the map yeah ufc is responsible for that Mm -hmm. there's no other company out there that can say that we are responsible for the success that mma has had it's ufc but with that there's been other companies like strike force and wec and tap out when they were a thing that Bellator. was Bellator is still around. PFL so now. <laughs> PFL one, uh, M one global. Like there's a lot of different companies now. So what basically here's my thoughts on it. Rory McDonald did something that's like, I honestly thought Rory McDonald was going to be the guy. He was the next GSP. He was going to stay true to Dana and the Fertitas and, you know, stay with the UFC because I was thinking his goal was I'm going to go get that uh, 170 pound belt. Yeah. I thought he was going to retire in the UFC for sure. Yeah. I never thought. I mean, it doesn't mean that he still won't. No, but I never thought he would leave. Yeah. And I never thought he was going to leave, but here's what he did. He realized what he was worth and he went to Bellator. And then, and yeah, so did Gegard Mousasi. You know, all these guys that realize like, you know, 
I'm not being respected or I'm not given my, what I feel like I'm worth. And they took that risk and they left Benson Henderson left. He won Anthony Pettis, all these guys, these big name guys left because they felt like they were worth more. Eddie Alvarez was another one. I also think the lawsuit has something to do with like, like dragging out their contracts so that they couldn't leave. You know what I mean? Like some of these fighters signed like extensive contracts that were like, Hey, you guys can't go over there because you know, we have the right, your rights basically or whatever to keep you here. And that's, I think that's where they're, that's where the lawsuit comes in because, you know, maybe CB Dalloway would have went to fucking Bellator way earlier or something like that if he was allowed to, but he couldn't, you know, he couldn't even talk to them. And this is, I mean, I could be alone by myself in this, but if you look at it, like I get it when you're desperate for money and there's a contract that's in front of you and it's this guaranteed money, like here's a six fight deal. This you is what signed that shit though. Yeah, you are the one who made the decision to sign it. So, if, your unless you're, everybody yeah, <laughs> unless you're gonna buy out your, like that's the way it should be. Is like, okay, well, if you want to go so bad, then buy yourself out of the rest of this contract and give us back the money that you received. But you can't be upset that you got a you signed a six fight deal. You did three fights on that deal, and then the UFC you're like no I want to restructure my contract and they're like no we're not going to restructure your contract you're going to fight out the rest of this deal or we're like going to two fights on that yeah. shit and you and you're only getting paid fucking 12 to show or something you yeah know? exactly that was the so, deal we signed yeah so at the same time people that's why you need to you need to be winning your fights that's if there's a more incentive for you to leave or get more money then win your fights or fight out your six fight contract or five fight contract or whatever it is, or you really in the grand scheme of things, like I'm for the fighters, but at the same time, I can't be for the fighters when you're bitching about a contract that you signed. Yeah. What also like kind of irritates me as, as, as well as like, then be more active too. If you have five fights on your fucking contract and you want out, Fight four times in a year. Get get yeah. out there and fight those fucking get out of those fights. You know, get unless you're fights, unless you're in yeah. injuries, I that's understandable. Like, yeah, I get unless, that. Yeah, unless there's injuries, which I think CB Dalloway was like he had he was riddled career. with injuries. Yeah. So, I mean, it's hard. Didn't to Didn't he go? For didn't he one, find but... like Ryzen or something recently? I don't even know to be honest with you. I haven't followed up on his career. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't have much to add. The only thing that I would say it's is, dude, I'm all for fighter everything, but I just want everybody to acknowledge that, and not everybody's gonna get boxing money, right? Because that's not yeah. how boxing, it's not how boxing works. You know, you have your own fucking promoters and you're different this and under a Showtime agreement. Like, yo, the UFC is everything to you. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're yeah. your promoter. They're your, they're your fucking representation. They're everything to you. So it's like, they're just different, man, you know? And if you, like, I mean, I don't know how, if you want to get paid, and it sounds fucking ridiculous to even say, because I do think they should get paid more. But like, yo, you got to come out and fucking bang and get those fights of the nights. Or you got to come out and you got to fucking go on a run, you know? Like, yeah. take that shit serious. Live that life and you'll get there. You're, you'll you'll make that money. 
Yeah. You know, people are making millions of fucking dollars. I just Look at don't Cowboy. Like he hasn't won a fight in so long. And yeah. because exactly. he put on amazing performances and won fights and he's in the active. night. Yeah. Active. And he's active. But you look at it also, UFC is willing to pay him because the guy shows. The guy, and like, he's a fan, he, and, and the fans he, love him. Yeah. Whether he wins or loses, everybody loves him. So, so you know, and it's, it's, or create, create something, you know, like you, look what fucking Colby Covington did, dude. They were going to cut his ass. Yeah. And he created this thing. Like you got to create noise yourself. Like if you want to make money, that's on you. You know, it's there. You just got to be that good. He became the next chill piece. Uncle chill. But I don't know, man. I, I, I do. I do wish the, the fighters got paid more. I do think they should have health insurance and all that fucking craziness. Oh, but, I agree. but paying fighters 20 million a card and this shit like john jones is saying and like sorry dude something. i'm sorry to. man sorry well this is and this is where i it's really frustrating you would be nothing without the ufc yeah you who the fuck would you be most of you would be country blumpkins out and fighting on reservations still well, or even like, even even if John Jones went to Bellator and started his career there, and he was the Bellator champ in UFC, he wouldn't be making that much failing. money. It doesn't even mean that John Jones would be John Jones of today. Yeah, mm-hmm. not that many people watch fucking Bellator, and nobody—I don't even know who their fucking two hundred five champ is. It Ryan Bader still? No, Ryan Bader lost to uh, lost. some Russian dude, See, some like, fucking stud. But Ryan Bader's the heavyweight champ. Okay, but still, like that, like. I can't name all their fucking champs. You know what I mean? Like, it's not Same that I'm just cyborg, a UFC dick uh, rider. It's because they don't promote their cards that yeah. way. They don't. They don't have, but like four yeah. big stars that I know of that I could fucking name you. You know what I mean? Like, they don't have that shit. Like, it's it's just the hype isn't there for that. So even you know the UFC has a big part to play on who these fighters are, and now they want all this crazy fucking money. And it's like I understand that you guys deserve more. But don't go over your fucking head here and invite or like ask for the fucking millions when you're not even a champ, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, same dude. I, I, I think the same shit. So nothing else yeah. to say. Yeah. I think we're all on the same page where we're all for the fighters. We're like, I want everybody to get paid. Obviously, yeah. you guys are the ones that are going out and putting it all on the line. It's not Dana, it's not uh, Hunter Campbell. It's not Joe Silva. It's not, it wasn't the Fertitas. It was like, I get it. But at the same time, you got to understand that you don't bite the hand that feeds you and you are where you are because they sought you out and look, the reason why Connor is gets all these opportunities and he's the highest grossing. It's not just, it's because he was willing to work with Dana. And then when the time came, he went to bat for himself and it paid off. Yeah. Well, not only that, man, like be careful what you wish for, because you want all these, you want, you don't want UFC to be the top and the only top dog. Right. Yeah. But like this created like a minor league system and you have all of these little organizations and all yeah. of these little fight companies and stuff that are creating these atmospheres for you to move up. You know, like it's easy. It's I'm not saying it's easy. It's fucking easier to get found. If you win, you're going to get found these days. Yeah. You know, and if the UFC goes down or if these, they even out now, now that you don't have big paydays. No. 
You know what I'm saying? Because the UFC is not selling like it was and shit. And now if all these fighters go to these other organizations and stuff, and now the competition's not that good, you're going to have one dude over the entire weight division for 14 fucking years. Yeah. You know? No, ma- so no matter yeah. There's this the big leagues, it's the fucking minor league system, yeah. and it's been fucking good, dude. The pinnacle is the UFC. If you yeah. want to make money, become a fucking champion, dude. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Or or be a champion, or even Connor, who's not champion, he's just a big enough draw because he's been champ, he's been a champ, he's been a double champ. He's uh you know, he's done things that other people weren't willing to do. He's controversial. He's yeah, there's exactly. so many things that you can he say. Sells. He, he sells, sells fights. And I get it. People want to talk the talk. It comes natural to Connor. It, he, it, he doesn't even try. It's effortless. It's different. He is literally. That's why it worked for him. He's an anomaly. There's nobody else like Connor. Sorry. He's a legit businessman. Yeah. So, yeah. And that those are my two cents on that. And I think a lot of this stems from, like, people seeing Connor and people seeing Diaz. And Diaz telling uh, – Leon. fucking leon edwards yeah. you know he's like hey like don't tell him what or tell him what you're worth don't or don't they'll tell them. you or whatever yeah. yeah so like you know people see that and read those quotes and they're a fighter and they're like hey all right that's how it works i'm worth this fucking much money and the ufc is like nah, no you ain't dude like they i'll fucking also- have someone replace your card tomorrow like i don't give a fuck like yeah but that's you also can't play, you can't replace diaz no, <laughs> no not him but, I'm no just saying, but you've like, yeah but you've another thing is you've Paulo also Costa. got you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you've also got the the Paul brothers that are stirring up controversy yeah. too. It's yeah. it's them saying you you need to pay your fighters more, Dana, and all this other stuff. And then yeah, they're, and they're because people the love issue. Jake Paul and Logan Paul, they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, Dana, yeah. And then you got Paul Costa who's like, I'm gonna go get this hair transplant. Don't worry about all them, all them young kids. Yeah, but the thing is, some of those fucking fighters can have that following if they fucking strive to have it. Yeah. Maybe not like Paul Level or, you know, because that's those, those, again, we're talking about anomalies. Those fucking kids are anomalies. Yeah. I bet with Derek Lewis's Instagram fighters. is killing it, dude. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I, these yeah. motherfuckers can do that kind of fucking thing too if they wanted to and create their own fucking hype, dude. Like, I'm but, not mad at Paul's for fucking making a hundred million in a fight if you're selling a million pay per views. Like, well, yeah. Connor, Connor okay. on his first fight in the UFC, damn near sold out the arena. In his well, first fight, it, nobody knew who the fuck he was. I didn't know who well, he was, but his fans came from Ireland and fucking were there. And in, in, that's in because drums, he man. was a double champ over in Cage Warriors, which is a huge organization in Europe. Yeah, so, but, okay, but you're telling me a double champ from a fucking organization that I didn't even know was a thing before Connor got there, and and a fighter that's in the top five right now begging for more money. Like that guy in the top five should have yeah. more notoriety and fucking, you know what I mean? Like for sure. you should have more but fame. It has to be a fucking perfect but, storm, you know, but yeah, you at least got to fucking go out there and try and force that hand. These dudes yeah. ain't promoting themselves the same way Connor did. Well, Connor did it before he ever got there. You know and, what I mean? And like, here's another thing that we need to keep in mind. The top guys that are making the money, they're not saying shit. No. Like in the grand scheme of things, the top guys that are actually making the big name money, like I guarantee you the reason why you're not hearing Derek Lewis say anything is even though he has a following, he is a guy, he's just trying to get that title shot, get the belt, be a funny guy, be a loving guy that everybody sees him as, you know, and, but it's the guys that are at the top that they don't want, they're the ones that are getting paid. So it doesn't really affect them 
nonetheless. Yeah. Well, dude, that even goes to like Diaz, bro. You think Diaz hates Dana White? Ain't no fucking way, dude. No, those they're fucking homies, one hundred percent, dude. Because fucking Dana knows. You guys think Dana went what? to that house party? Yeah, that'd be dope. Probably. I'm waiting to see footage. Yeah, <laughs> probably. You know? But like, but you know what I mean? Like, there's no way that fucking dude's a scruntled. He talks like he ain't sh- like he ain't making shit all the time, dude. Yeah, that's yeah. just part of the. But Selling that's again, that's tickets. part. That's that's part of that mystique that he created for himself. You know, Dana sure. White don't hate that motherfucker, and Dana White no. would give that motherfucker almost any fight he wants, dude. So yeah, when, clearly when he, he gave him come, a top a top yeah. three welterweight. Yeah. Diaz is damn near talking himself into Kamara Usman right now. I know. Now. I know. The, how <laughs> I know. are we not talking? Why are we? Why isn't that a talking point, Trenton? I completely I forgot about that. I didn't know I was setting up all the topic points. I just went oh, and looked. I, I had one more topic. We, I mean, we could talk about that one, but I was just going to mention that well, on uh, next week's uh, or not next week, no, whatever. Two the, weeks from now. Yeah, 264. 264 that Kevin Lee pulled out of his fight against uh, what was his name? Sean Bradley. Sean Bradley. Or Brady. Is it Sean Brady? Brady? Sean Brady. Sean Brady. Yeah. Sean Bradley so, played in the NBA. Sorry. Yeah. For with his he had a rib injury or something. And I was just gonna say that, that kind of disappoints me because I do like watching Kevin Lee fight. Um he's hit and miss as well. And he's welterweight like, now. Yeah. He's and he's he was a big one to the fiver. You know what I mean? He struggled to cut that weight numerous yeah. times. He got a so, staff infection against Tony Ferguson yeah, in their was, interim title fight. And, he's had some bad luck and some bad like times but like he looked good against gillespie oh dude that head kick yeah and like he 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 has moments of greatness too there was times where i don't know if i'm the only one but i thought he was gonna be champ you know i was like dude this guy might beat tony ferguson and 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 become champ right here there was a there was a period in time where i thought that he was the most dangerous fucking dude in the ufc so you know yeah, there's oh. that. You know, that's why I'm just saying it's a it's a bummer that that happened. He's got a rib injury, and hopefully, you know, hopefully he recovers quickly. And it's nothing serious. Maybe like a bruised rib, not a fucking broken this, one. Or something. yeah, this is my thoughts on it. He's very he's coming off of double knee surgery. Yeah, uh, he's had injuries in the past. His best and he's gonna he is the guy that you look at and you're like, you know, what could have been had this these injuries not happen and that's the way i'm gonna look at it i i feel like he's gonna be that guy that's right there at the pinnacle and he just barely misses it because of injuries but here's another thing he he got interviewed by the schmo dude i i shout out the schmo a lot i like the schmo so (laughs) and i i like his interviews are really good he interviewed kevin lee and he is he was like oh yeah well what were your thoughts about the fight with uh, Usman, he's like, I'll be honest, I'm I'm intrigued by fighting Usman, blah blah blah. I'm like, bro, Usman, I honestly think Usman would put it on him because Usman's just on another level. And, and I think at, at this point in his career, still, even if let's just say, fucking everything's aligned for Kevin Lee and he doesn't have all these bad injuries or whatever, he's still probably undersized to fight Kamaru Usman. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's not, he's not the size of Camaro. Camaro's fucking huge. Camaro's two hundred fiver in a one seventy yeah. pound division. Pretty much, yeah. I so, mean, that, you put that motherfucker next to like Paulo Costa. I bet Paulo he's the Costa's same taller, size as Izzy. But that's about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're fucking yoke, dude. Izzy is fifteen pounds heavier in terms of a weight division. Yeah, and he's the same size as him when they're like you know. 
chilling. If they're just <laughs> next to each other post fight, they're they're like the yeah. same size. Yeah, when you see them when they're not like like in the in the not cutting weight. Yeah, or like in the back of the UFC, you know, like yeah. before they walk out or anything like that, you see them next to each other and be like, oh, those guys are in the same weight class. They could fight each other, yeah. but they're not. No. <laughs> you know, like what the fuck? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's unfortunate for Kevin Lee, but at the same time, you know, there's no telling what what's going to happen from here. If it's a bad enough, like if it's a rib injury, I feel like Kevin Lee's tough enough. If it was like a bruise or something, there's got to be like a punctured lung or like a broken rib or fractured rib that something that's more serious than just a bruise because he's just, he's, he's a tough guy. Yeah. So I don't think, uh, I mean, he fought Tony Ferguson with a fucking staph infection, dude. That's hard. Yeah. So. Dude's uh, got something bad had to have gone down to that rib because yeah. we've seen him fight injured before. Or, yeah, or, or fight. Like compromised before, yeah, so. For sure. Um, yeah, and let's talk about this. Uh, Nate Diaz is almost talking himself into a goddamn title fight because he said win or lose – I'm going to fight for the title next. (laughs) And everybody was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Dude, I I, I guarantee you, like, the UFC would, Dana White would be like, that's what's best for business. Like, obviously, I want to see, well, Colby Covington versus Kamaru is what's best for business, but I still would, I would be happy with Nate Diaz versus Kamaru. I'll I'll put money this fight does not happen. I bet money that this fight does not happen. But I'll guarantee you that there's been some phone calls made and considerations of this fight happening. Oh, yeah, 100%, dude. <laughs> They're like, all right, well, it's, so how would we play this? How do we do this one? You know, like, <laughs> and I guarantee this fight might happen. Maybe Colby does get hurt or some shit. Guess who steps in? You know, the only problem that's I have with that were, is that's, that's a what huge, we were saying. That's a huge slap in the face to Leon nice. Edwards, though. I, that's what I was getting ready to say. Remember, we talked about this, yeah. where there's a possibility that Leon Edwards could win that fight and still get the championship <laughs> shot opportunity after Nate Diaz. Mm-hmm. Nate Diaz, like that's, but dude, but again, that even like going back to that old that conversation that we just had. That's why you make money. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, like. If you're in that opera, if you're in that position, you created that your fucking self, you know? Like nobody created that for him. He did that shit. Yeah. So like if he gets if he gets a, a, an opportunity to go at the belt before Leon Edwards, who just beat him, I'm all down for it. <laughs> I think it's I mean that'd be pretty wild. shitty, but yeah, that's what I said. I was telling Jeffrey when you left or whatever else. That's a huge fucking slap in the face to Leon Edwards because I don't think this fight is going to happen like there's no way unless colby covington's injured and then all of a sudden we're in talks here because now there's now there's arguments and hype but that is a huge slap in the face to leon edwards but that doesn't mean that the ufc doesn't be like hey check this out man uh colby's out for a while because of his injury leon we're gonna let nate do this but here's a money bag that's not, just, that's uh, not going to happen. Just chill. You know, that's like, not going to happen. Because <laughs> I guarantee you, if Leon Edwards doesn't get a title fight in the next two fights, he's bouncing. I don't know if he can. What? Contract, uh, maybe. Yeah, but I guarantee you he'll ask for his release and won't get paid the remainder of the, his contract. I would fucking ask. 
I would ask for my release if I didn't get if I I would ask for my release if I wasn't getting bouncing. my title shot. Yeah, I'd be bouncing. Yeah, um, and he's a big enough name. You could throw him in the 170 division in Bellator. He could fight MVP. Oh, yeah. He could fight. He could fight Paul Daly. He could fight all those guys. Diego Lima or uh, Douglas Lima, uh, the guy that Douglas Lima just lost to. Also, he lost his belt recently. Um, fighting Rory and shit. Yeah. Well, Rory's. Well, in he's PFL in PFL now. now, huh? Yeah. But yeah, there's just. Oh man, I really. <laughs> Like I said, I'd be all for it, but at the same time, I really hope it doesn't happen because I want Colby to get his just due. I want him Me to too. fight, and then I want Leon Edwards because he's proven that he should get a title shot as well. Leon's got my respect, dude. That dude he's got my respect, it, too. and I hate that they keep jumping over this man because he's not flashy. He's not a draw. Super entertaining. I get he's it. Not a, but, he's not a draw. That's he's, the biggest thing. He's not he's a shit talker. It, you know? Yeah, that's all absolutely. I'm saying is that he's earned it. And they need to give it to him. And you know what? If they don't, if they don't think he's a draw and he's not going to win and all this shit, then just give it to him and get it over with. If he loses, push him to the back of the line. You know what I mean? But if he wins, y'all got a problem. <laughs> but look at it. Look at it like this: If GSP were fighting in today's UFC, he wouldn't be relevant. He'd be booed. He would get booed, and then he'd be like, "I am not. I'm not impressed by your performance." <laughs> He'd be uh, like I I, I, he just has a huge fan base, regardless. I but I, I think a lot of fighter or a lot of fans today would think that he is a, a boring fighter, for sure. They'd be like, "Oh, it's just takedowns," and he fights. That's safe. what everybody was saying no towards the yeah. end of his career when he was yeah. got when he got yeah. lost to Johnny Hendricks, but somehow won. Anyway, I think a lot of that shit had to do with him leaving. Absolutely. That's another. He's like, I'm in a dark place. The aliens, they come after me. They come, they see me at night, Joe. They yeah, look. Me. It's on your shirt. It's proof. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, let's get Colby versus Kamaru, and then let's get Leon versus the winner of that. And then give him Diaz. Agreed. Agreed. No. <laughs> and then no. give him Diaz, dude. Fuck it. <laughs> I would love fight I would love to see a fucking Covington DS fight though. Like I would love to see it. I would love to see Covington. I would just like to hear what Diaz has to say about Covington. I just because I guarantee you because he doesn't respect he doesn't respect Colby at all because Colby doesn't he's a he's a volume striker. He's just gonna he's just gonna out cardio you. He's gonna outwork you. He's gonna throw up like uh like what he did against Robbie Lawler where it's like oh he's gonna take his neck but it's just like he's doing it just to apply pressure and make Kobe, you uncomfortable. Kobe would wrestle fuck the shit out of Nate I think and I'm a Nate yeah, for Nate's ground yeah. games good. It is very good. Oh so you're I a think, wrestler now. I'm saying no, that, I'm that, saying those happen. I'm saying that fight is very intriguing to me and I think they should make it. I wouldn't be mad at it. Yeah. There's just uh, right now the Walter Bate division. I really, Kamaru, it's like he said, he's like, at this point, I'm just laughing, guys. And he's not wrong. He's, I feel like he's him going out to Denver and training with uh, Trevor Whitman and Justin Gaethje and Rose and all of them. I feel like that was a huge boost. And because look at his striking and how dynamic his striking is now. He's, yeah. 
I think ghosts in my house, dude. I think um, keeps closing our door. Kamara Usman's on a different level right now than anybody else in that division. I think that he's kind of got the John Jones thing going on, and I think at this point, the only thing that's going to catch up to Kamara Usman is is fucking age, like time. You know, yeah. what I mean? like I, I, I you don't think like, Kobe can beat him? I think Kobe can, but I don't think Kobe's. I don't. I think it's going to be. Uh, a decision. Their next fight is going to be a decision. Yeah, I think I think Kobe can beat him, but I think that Kamaro. I mean, we already saw what happened in the first fight, and if they just make adjustments, and Kamaro sat down on some punches against Masvidal all this time around. Mm-hmm. If he does that to Kobe Covington, he's in a fucking. He's in for a way shorter fight. Yeah, like, it's it's a possibility that that he might never be the same again after a broken jaw. Anyways, no. That being said. He's only fought one time recently. Yeah. So, and it wasn't even all that recent. So, I don't know. It was against Tyron Woodley. And it was just, uh, you know, out volume, out wrestle, out cardio. That's That was the entire game plan, you know? Yeah. And I, I also think that if that was uh, five years ago, Woodley, it would have been a different fight too. But Yeah, but it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> That's the biggest problem. Yeah. Um, yeah. We've got – so we'll have like a – It's I don't – I mean, we can talk about the fights, UFC 264 uh, I think coming up. for the next one. Well, yeah, that's the next fight card after yeah. Saturday. Yeah. But there's like a one-week break. This is the – you know, we're having a break in the action. But we could still uh, get together and do something – uh, I know that's going to be a little bit closer to the time that you're leaving, Jeffrey. So, yep. um, I mean, well, basically, you'll be you'll be gone by next week, right? Uh, yeah, I'll be out on the thirtieth, and then I, I won't. I probably won't have internet. You know how moving and shit goes. I know. Like, I know. Um, so, if anything, we could take a one week break, and then we can come back for UFC two sixty. If he's here, we could do a duo setup right here. Yeah, for sure. Sit next to me, and we could talk on on yeah. one if we need to yeah hell yeah absolutely um i don't have anything else to add guys uh do you guys have anything i, I, have I don't have i have nothing man i got some some active children out there to take care of yeah all right uh so those of you that are listening to us on our on uh podcast platforms as i listed before uh make sure to check us out on youtube at lay and pray mma podcast Again, hit that subscribe button, hit that bell to get all notifications when we post a new video. Um, and if you're li- watching us on YouTube, then uh, go ahead and check us out on our other podcasting platforms. Um, that's it for me, guys. Thanks again. That's it for me, too. Later, all you uh, listeners out there, cross your fingers for my fight picks, eh? <laughs> yeah, that's not. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you right now, Jeffrey and I are going to tie again. Yeah, probably. We're going to be neck and neck because two weeks in a row. We went we went seven and three the first week and then we went three and three last week. So I'm guessing it's we're gonna go. How many fights were on this on this main card? Was five, it six? five or six. I don't even know. Uh, la, 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 la. Let's see. I think it's I think it's uh. One two three four five six. Okay, I think six. Jeffrey and I are gonna go four and two. Okay. Yeah, Trenton will probably go like two and four. <laughs> I'll go Trenton. three for three. 
Yeah, probably. <laughs> That'll be your best week so far, too. All right, guys. All right, boys. I'm out. Thanks again. Later, Have a good dudes. night. Appreciate yep, you guys. Later, All right, bye.